The Old Testament reading for this morning comes from the book of Genesis, beginning in the 32nd chapter, at the 24th verse. It is written, that Jacob stayed behind by himself, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. So when the man saw that he couldn't get the best of Jacob as they wrestled, he deliberately threw Jacob's hip out of joint. And the man said, let me go, it's daybreak. And Jacob said, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. And the man said, what's your name? He answered, Jacob. The man said, but no longer. Your name is no longer Jacob. From now on, it's Israel, God wrestled. You wrestled with God, and you've come through. And Jacob asked him, what's your name? And the man said, well, why do you want to know my name? And then right then and there, he blessed him. And Jacob named the place Peniel, God's face, because he said, I saw God face to face and lived to tell the story. And the sun came up as he left Peniel, limping because of his hip. This is why the Israelites to this day don't eat the hip muscle because Jacob's hip was thrown out of joint. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
So Jacob, while still in the womb, struggled with his older twin Esau. And Jacob emerged from his mother, clutching his brother's heel, so they called him Rebekah. And when they were young men, Jacob tricked Esau, who gave away his birthright for a bowl of Jacob's stew. And while their father lay dying, Jacob tricked the old man into giving him, not Esau, the family inheritance. Esau said he would kill Jacob for that. So Jacob's been on the run for these many years, and now he is finally, though fearfully, coming home. He's at last coming back to try and make peace with Esau. And tomorrow he will stand face to face with the brother whom he so tragically tricked. Will Esau forgive him or kill him? Who would blame Esau if he did kill Jacob? It looks as if it might be a bloody family reunion. Well, Jacob, being ever the hero, sends his children, his many wives, sheep, rams, donkeys on ahead of him across the Jabbok. He'll follow tomorrow. How typical this is of the trickster. To send his wives and children on ahead as a child of moon, if tomorrow he hears their screams across the Jabbok, believe me, he'll rethink the idea of now it's night. Out on the boundary between home and nowhere. And on the bank of the Jabbok, Jacob is completely alone. Night. And there, Jacob is assaulted by a stranger. Well, who is this stranger that attacks Jacob in the night? Nobody knows. The story only says that a man wrestled with him until day. We're not told too much. It's dark and kind of ambiguous. So is he wrestling with his brother locked together there on the riverbank at night like they once wrestled in the moon? Or is there some demon who survived out here in nowhere land, still resisting the taming of any This nighttime wrestler has no name, we never see his face. But at the end of a fitful night, Jacob is convinced that he has followed God. So on his way to wrestle and meet his brother, Jacob is attacked by his God. But this isn't the gracious God of daylight who blesses Jacob, promises to make a great people of the terrifying force of the God of night, a God who's not taken in by beautiful language and prayers, nor will this God be stared at, picked apart, and discussed around the campfire. Jacob feared the anger of his brother, but first he must endure a wrestling match with his God. Well, the fight lasted all night long, and it seemed almost an even match. Neither wrestler had their way. What a man must this Jacob be to wrestle God and almost win. 
vessel 